Have you ever wondered what librarians really do all day? Why does a person choose to become a librarian? Learn the answers to these questions and more on Library Life. My name is Lisa. I'm a youth librarian at the Westerville Public Library. We'll go behind the scenes and talk to librarians to see what they do to make all of that library magic happen. I'm your guide through the looking glass. So close your eyes, open your ears, and listen. Hello everyone, welcome to Library Life. I am Lisa, your host here at the Westerville Public Library. Today I have my coworker Alex here to talk with us. Alex, can you say hello and talk about what you do here at the library? Yeah, hi, my name is Alex, that's with two X's, and I am a youth librarian at the Westerville Public Library. Yep, one of my coworkers that sits actually right next to me. Yes. <laughs> How long have you worked at the library? I think I've worked here for almost five years. That's awesome. And what positions have you held? Because I know you've held several. I started as a page, and then I moved to customer services, and then I moved to youth services part-time, and now I am full-time. You recently just got your master's in library and information science. When was that? I graduated with my MLIS last May, so 2019. Oh my gosh, that was last May. I feel like that was just yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. So how have other positions you've held, whether those have been jobs or volunteer experiences, anything like that, prepared you to work in the library? For my undergrad, I actually went to school with the plans to become a children's theater educator. So working with kids in schools to do theater productions. So I think that's really helped with a lot of my programming and kind of getting on the same wavelength as kids and how their minds work with creativity and kind of learning with literacy as well. That's amazing. I didn't know such a major existed. How cool. (laughs) So did you actually like put on theater with children? I did, yeah, throughout high school, and then I worked with the Westerville South High School to put on a couple shows, and worked with the Westerville Civic Theater for a couple shows as well, putting together some stuff. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I think that's a very unique experience. That's awesome. So what changed and made you want to become a librarian? Well, I finished undergrad, and... I knew I wanted to go into some sort of higher education, but I wasn't sure exactly what. Originally, I was going to go get my master's to be a college administrator and just work with kids on campus trying to figure out what they want to do with their lives, I guess. And then I just kind of woke up one day and realized I didn't want to do that anymore. (laughs) And so I was looking for part-time jobs and there was a page position open. And so I applied and just kind of going from there, I really realized, again, how much I've loved the library my whole life, but just kind of realized that this was a place I felt really comfortable and wanted to stay in. That's awesome. And you went to Otterbein, correct? I did. Yep. Just a couple blocks away. Yeah. So this was a good location to kind of get a part-time job and experience those things. For those of you listening, Otterbein is just like a few blocks away from the Westerville Library. And so I kind of touched on this a little bit, but what experiences have you had that influenced your decision to become a children's librarian? 
Well, growing up, my mom always fostered a love of books. My first word is actually from her reading a book over and over to me again and stopping and me finishing the sentence. Oh, but um, so she always fostered that. We would go to the library once a week together and she would let me pick out books. When I was in elementary and middle school, I volunteered at my local library and my grandpa used to take me to his library once a week. So I was clocking in two or three library visits a week. And my mom is actually a children's librarian. She works at two elementary schools. So I guess I kind of follow follow her a little bit as well. <laughs> Do you guys compare notes of how things are similar and different from working in a school to working in a public library? Definitely. I've gone <laughs> to her school sometimes and not there's nothing wrong with being a school librarian, but I realized that was not what I wanted to do. I like the public library sector a little bit better. Yeah, I think from my experience, being a school librarian is much more formal. I mean, they have specific lesson plans, at least in the state of Ohio. They have to teach us like regular teachers. They have specific you know, competencies that their students should have, depending on grade level. Not that we don't want to develop competencies here at the, you know, the public library, but, you know, we have a little bit more freedom to go our own path. Yeah. Can I ask, what was your first word? My first word was moo, like the cow. <laughs> the book was the cow who couldn't moo. It would turn and then suddenly the cow could speak. <laughs> That's really cute. <laughs> when you were working kind of in your other positions at the Westerville Library, did you get to work in the youth department at all and kind of see how it was? I got to shadow a little bit. Something that I really like about our library is that if we do want to explore other departments or even just go and shadow a few times to kind of see what everybody does here, we do have that opportunity. So I was lucky. I got to come back to youth a few times, hang out, talk to the other librarians, get some feedback while I was in grad school. So that was really awesome. Yeah, that's great. So what else would you like to share about kind of your journey into the library world or or being a children's librarian? I think just a reminder to people that the library may not be what you think it is of, you know, a lot of people have that stereotypical thought that You come into a library and it's so quiet and it's just books, but we have a whole world waiting for you through technology and programs and different types of reading that I think is just so amazing to offer. And until you step in or do a little digging, you don't really know what all we have. I mean, there's still stuff I'm learning today that we offer that I'm like, what? Me too. Me too. I think that's a great point. I think especially, you know, even I don't consider myself that old, but I mean, I'm in my 30s and I feel like libraries have changed a lot just since I was a young kid about what they offer, the programming alone. I remember story times and I remember kind of having computers, but I don't remember any kind of other programming at all. Yeah, I grew up in a pretty small town. So our library had a few programs here or there, but there weren't very many teen programs. We didn't have a regular consistent story time. So the fact that we do offer those things on a pretty consistent basis was a huge change for me coming into the library. 
And I think it's a good change. I think that more and more libraries are less the keeper of books. Not that we don't do that. We do that too. And more community places where we are trying to develop all sorts of aspects of life and starting with babies. (laughs) Well, thank you for sharing your origin story here with us. So we end every episode of Library Life with a book recommendation. What book would you like to share with everyone? So I really love movies as well as books. So the book I would like to recommend is called Movies and Other Things, and it's by Shay Serrano. It is more of an adult book, but it's a really funny kind of commentary on movies. There's different articles in it, like, is this movie better the same or worse if you put The Rock in it. (laughs) So it goes through all these movies and kind of discusses, you know, if you put The Rock in it, is it a better movie? Like Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. Yes, Dwayne, The Rock Johnson. I think the answer should be yes. The movie is obviously better if he is in it. (laughs) Yeah, you know, you would be, you read through this guy's essay about it and you're like, you know what, you're right. Maybe every movie does not need The Rock. That's funny. Tell me, what's the title again? It's called Movies and Other Things. Movies and Other Things. That sounds like a great book. I've never heard of that before. Well, thank you for sharing and thank you for sharing your story with us. We will be back with Library Life in 2021. This is the last episode of 2020. So if you all haven't listened to the other one, you can go back and listen to all of our wonderful library stories. Alex, thanks for joining us. And bye, everyone. Thank you.